Hello, friends. Who has just gone on a vacation or is looking forward to one? It's getting either hot where you are and you need to get cool, or it's getting too cold and you need to go somewhere warm. Well, guess what? Global is a fun bit of maybe your job. Maybe you go once in a while to present, or maybe you go often. But if you don't travel overseas very often, I wanted to give you a couple of tips to kind of think about for yourself before you go, during, and then after. There aren't that many things to do after, but it's good to really just keep in mind the full scope. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and in my 17 years of traveling just for the Bob Pike Group, here's some things that I have learned, yes, firsthand, unfortunately in some cases. So you're going to plan your trip with an extra day or two on the front end. We talked about that in our last podcast, and making sure you have enough time to get the clock of the country that you're re- you know, visiting. Make sure that you can actually sleep. Uh, I just got back from a trip, and it's the exact opposite time. So for instance, if it was noon in Minnesota, it was midnight where I went. So it's important to give you a chance to kind of get on the right time zone. Two, fly a major airline. Ugh, this is the biggest mistake you can make because you, if you fly an airline that only has one flight every now and then, you're going to miss your session, and that is worse than getting there a few days early. And just flying a major airline that has multiple flights, I always double check to make sure that they have two flights a day or one a day so that I have options if something goes awry. Number three, make sure that you have a sleep aid of some sort. You can go holistic, melatonin, um, or maybe you need something a little stronger, whatever it happens to be. Maybe it's Tylenol PM, whatever. Make sure that you bring it with just in case and take it even if you don't think you need to. I've definitely thought, oh, I'm just so tired. Of course I'll fall asleep. And then it's 1 a.m. And then it's 2 a.m. And I'm tossing and turning. I'm hot. I'm cold. like, ugh. I wish I had just taken something and now it's too late. So I take that melatonin or whatever else you might take and I just assume I'm not going to get to sleep even though I'm exhausted. You want your valid passport, your shots and medications, make sure that that visa is up to date. Some countries don't require me to have a visa like most of Europe doesn't, but I definitely need one when I'm going to some Asian countries. And so Those visas now, this day and age, are taking a lot longer to get than they used to. So you want to make sure that you know if your country that you're going to be visiting needs that or not. You want to make sure that you know if your local currency where you live is accepted where you're going. So let's look at China for a second. Most of China does not accept cash or dollars, you know, American dollars, but Hong Kong does. So just knowing the differences is going to be helpful. Um, And then again, packing light, you can always do laundry. Um, If you're going to a country where you're able to purchase clothes in case you don't need to pack as light, but I like to pack light because when I go places, I like to buy some things, maybe bring something home for one of my four kids or my husband And so I want a little bit more space. I don't want to have to buy another piece of luggage. Pack all of your medications and make sure that you have enough extra for a few more days just in case your flight gets canceled, something like that. Want to make sure that you have them all. Make sure that your destination or the location you're going is able to 
copy and or translate whatever your workbook might be and always bring a master copy with you. I made the mistake of thinking I could print it off at the hotel and the hotel I was at didn't have a business center because that isn't a common thing in the country I was visiting. Ugh. And then of course, adapters. I literally bring a couple of adapters and I also bring an extension cord because I don't know where that outlet is going to be. And making sure that you have enough outlets for all of your different equipment, that's going to be important. What about during? Um, you might have an interpreter. You definitely want to be articulate and clear, eliminate those slang expressions. Make sure that your interpreter kind of knows your personality and style. I would also give some extra breaks because your interpreter needs them. If you're not using one, you might need one because your audience, you can see that they're trying to translate and it's, it's really taxing. Be sure to listen carefully to questions and rephrase them to make sure that you know what they're asking. And in your feedback forms, instead of a scale of like a like scale one to seven or one to five, I would do open-ended questions because then you can get some of their insight into that culture to then better meet their needs next time. And after you get back, I would recommend connecting with that manager. Make sure that if there was any confusion on a topic, you could follow it up with an article or a little two-minute video and, and knowing that that follow-up plan is out there if needed. And just a little tip, for every day that you are gone, your jet lag coming back is approximately one day of recovery for every time zone you crossed. So like if you live in New York and you went to Singapore, it would be 13 days to recover and recapture completely, fully. All right, those are just some of my, my tips from my experience. I hope you liked them. This is your Creative Training Techniques podcast, and I will see you next Friday.